one of the things that I love the most about our CrossFit community, about the jiu-jitsu community, is the, the parallels we have with people of law enforcement and firefight and first responders and military, people whose, whose lives literally can often depend on their level of fitness. And today we get to interview one of our late morning CrossFit badasses, Mark Kranig, who's a law enforcement officer, and we'll learn his story as a professional, a CrossFitter, and as a man. So stick around to learn more about Mark. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, where we hear and learn from our coaches, CrossFitters, and Glen Ed community leaders. Now, here are your hosts, Dallas and Greg. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, uh, where, as it always says, we get to learn from our CFE coaches, occasionally chat with some of our CFE CrossFitters, which we're getting to do today. And we also get to meet and learn from our Glen Ed community leaders and business owners. I'm your co-host, Communicate to Succeed, Dallas Amston, speaking and presentation trainer. And with me, as always, my co-host, G Scale. What's up? What's up, guys? I'm Coach G, the CEO and GM at CrossFit Edwardsville. And today, the third, our guest on the podcast is one of our newest morning badass CrossFitters, Mark Kranig. Mark, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for asking me to be here. This yeah, is exciting for us. Is this is this your first time ever being interviewed on a podcast, Mark? Yeah, yep, sure is. <laughs> Hopefully, we can set the bar really, really high. And if we don't, uh, the next time will be better. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so Mark officially became a part of our CrossFit Edgeville community on March 16th of this year, but he actually had a CrossFit background at a different CrossFit gym before joining us, and he's actually done the CrossFit Level 1 and has his CrossFit Level 1 trainer credential. Additionally, a little bit of foreshadowing for our conversation today, Mark is also a law enforcement officer, first responder, a patrol lieutenant for the Belleville Police Department, has command over a night shift on patrol currently, and is in charge of field training for new recruits. Mark's fitness directly contributes to his ability to keep the community safe. So today we'll learn more about Mark the CrossFitter and the man outside the gym. Beautiful. Dallas, we'd like to get this conversation started. I always like to get the ball rolling. Mark, we're gonna we're gonna come at you with you know icebreaker sort of questions, some easier stuff. Okay. Uh, so you're new here to CrossFit Edwardsville, which is very cool to have you. You're not necessarily new to CrossFit, as G just mentioned, though. Um, so we got to ask, what are your favorite all-time CrossFit workouts? What do you love? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I do like uh, Cindy, the workout Cindy. Um, yeah. our, the gym that I was at before, they didn't really do a lot of hero wads. They said they were hard on the body, but they did Cindy. Um, they've done Murph. Uh, we did Chad. Um, those are probably the only three that I did. Oh, great. Oh, not great. Was Grace 30 clean and jerks? We did, yes. We did Grace. Um, and that was probably about it that I could think of. So, so then, Mark, for the for the audience who may not be initiated to the CrossFit thing yet, can you tell us what is the Cindy workout? Because in, in CrossFit <laughs> worlds, we have this thing where we like to name workouts after you know, fallen soldiers, people who are like local heroes, uh, or occasionally just girls. So what is the Cindy workout? What is the Murph workout for our audience here? Uh, Cindy is um, 20 minutes, uh, as many rounds as you work. Actually, I think a true Cindy, isn't it 30? Or is it? Yeah, 20. 20, okay, yeah. 20. It's 20 minutes, as many rounds as you can complete of five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and uh, 
15 air squats and you just keep going over and over and over. So um, I think I'm decent at pushups and pull-ups, air squats, eh, maybe not, but I can muddle through it and keep going. So the reason that's the reason why I like it, because I can actually keep going and I don't really <laughs> fall over at the end, yeah. suck and win. And well, <laughs> that, that's why I like that one. I can attest to this. Mark Mark has some of the most impressive push-ups that I have ever seen anybody do, ever. He's, that's, he's kind of the man when it comes to that. And bench pressing, too. Mark is, Mark, like Dallas here, can press a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about all they did in the police academy was running, push-ups, and sure. that was not it. So that's all uh, legs, any type of leg exercise. They got away from that other than running. So I didn't start doing legs until 2019 when I joined uh, the CrossFit gym over in Belleville. Yeah. And that was uh, challenging. So my legs and hips really need a lot of work. <laughs> and then for our audience here, another mm -hmm. workout that Mark cited as one of his favorites is the Murph workout, a famous one. It's actually coming up later this month here at CrossFit Eversol. And it's a, a long workout and a festival of running, pull-ups, push-ups, and air squats. There's a handful <laughs> of things that you know, in which Mark excels. So we're excited to do that workout with you also, Mark. Mark, are you going to be, uh, for, for Murph, will you be doing a weighted vest with it? Oh my God. No, nope. <laughs> no, okay. I, I didn't know. No, uh, no, I'm not in that kind of shape. <laughs> all right. That's all right. So, uh, follow-up question of that then. So you mentioned some of your all-time favorites there. What would you say is the hardest CrossFit workout that you've ever done? Whether whether it's CFE or anywhere else. Oh no, it's it'd be Murph for me. Okay, it's it's the running. I'm uh, the push-ups, the pull-ups, and the air squats. I can get through, but I, I'm not great at running. What's <clears> the uh, G? What's the joke? Uh, I I'll, I'll see these you know these 26.2 stickers all over the place on cars, <laughs> but every now and again you see one that's a sticker that's 400 400 meters. Yeah, <laughs> meters, you're like that person's a crossfitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get our cardio by doing more reps with a barbell. <laughs> That's right. Our crossfitters preferred cardio. So, Mark, then speaking of preferred cardio, what are some of the exercises that you get the most excited to see in the programming? And just do like your pull ups, your push ups. What else? What kinds of exercises uh, get you like stoked when you see it in the in the workout programming? Um, I like the row machine, um, because mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I guess I'm six foot, so it's a little bit easier for me to, to stretch out and pull it than <laughs> somebody who's shorter. Yes. Um, the assault bike, I, I, I like doing it cause I know I need it. Uh, so when I see it, I'm actually happy that I'm like, okay, I get to work on that today. Um, that's, yeah, I haven't done the rope climbs. I'm starting to get used to, I, um, the first time I've ever done them was at this gym. Uh, so I, I like them. They're definitely challenging for me and I want to learn more. I want to get uh, hands free at it. Uh, hopefully I can do that by the end of the year. We'll see what happens. Do you mean, do you mean hands, hands free, free or leg free? <laughs> Not hands free. That'd be a hard one. Uh, I think if you did a, a hands free rope climb, you'd be the first one at CFE to achieve that. Yeah. I think I, you might be the first one at CrossFit ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, hey, I, I, far be it from me to judge anybody's potential, man. Like, if that's what you aspire to, I encourage you in your dream. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really think about that one too much, but yeah, it was, uh, what is it? it's leg free, hand, yeah. Yeah, so, all, all, all yeah. legs and mouth. That's how we're going to climb this rope. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Feet, feet and teeth. Fill it all the way at the top. <laughs> <That'd work. laughs> 
Um, other so, than that, I don't, I don't know. That's those ones. I like those. I like those exercises. Well, let me ask you this. Cause we're kind of one of the, th you just mentioned a goal here. So um, while we're kind of on that idea of goals, obviously the legs free rope climbs <laughs> are, are a goal for you here for before the end of this year. Do you have any other fitness goals right now? Uh, trying to get back into shape where I was before COVID. Um, that, I don't know, that hit, I guess I'm sure that hit everybody hard. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've, I've lost size. I've lost strength. Um, I took seven months off because I went to midnight shift and that was, that's, it's been rough, but I think I'm, I'm getting back on track now. I'm doing, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So. Yep. Showing up to the gym, putting in the time. And I think that that message, Mark, would resonate with a lot of people. The idea of getting back the fitness, because even in the fitness community, amongst people who consider themselves to be gym junkies, people who are historically very active, a lot of us got knocked off of our path when COVID yeah. shut down everything. We couldn't go out like we were used to. It made it disproportionately harder to do fitness, especially if like me, I think like you, the idea of doing fitness at home, it works like hypothetically, it works to do exercise alone at home. Hypothetically, in my head, I could exercise in a garage by myself or a basement by myself. But in practice, man, that is, that's a hard pill to swallow, you know, try <laughs> to push yourself to, to, to go and, and suffer alone in your garage all by yourself. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. Um, I did the open wad in my garage, the, the workouts, and it was the deadlift one that I, I <laughs> it was horrible. The whole workout was horrible. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. It's not working. I'm not getting the intensity that I need. I'm taking too many breaks because it's just me. It's like, oh, I don't really, it's, it's just not a competition thing, even though you're not really competing, but you want to sure. go against people that you know you're similar to. Sure. Uh, sometimes you might beat them and other times it may beat you, but that's what keeps you going is you keep pushing harder. That's one of the things that I love about having dudes like you around Mark or Dallas, like you guys, like you have like just a gift when it comes to like push-ups and pressing stuff. And I aspire to be as good at those things as you guys are. Cause you know, you know, I don't know something in Dallas, you may know, we have this gym wide challenge going at CFE to do as many yeah. push-ups as possible this month. And I have, uh, I've, roped in mark a couple times after classes were done to do an amrap five of push-ups and like i'm striving my ass off to do push-ups yeah. and he's like doubling my rep count 10 sure. feet away from me it's a i mean the both of you guys are incredible when it comes to those to that stuff i think i think me. i think the term me. for that is cop strong mark is <laughs> cop strong you can do push-ups all day long i think that's what that is that's yeah that's about right <laughs> So um, Mark, you you do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Dallas. You take. Oh it. no, go, man. Go for it. So Mark, you enjoy the best of both worlds. Like you have the group CrossFit thing, and you also have like the solo private coaching thing. Like, how would you describe the two? Because you know, some people really thrive in the group environment. Some really thrive in the solo private coaching environment. And we have a lot of people at CFE that we call hybrid CrossFitters, which they do both. They have a private coach to work with them on certain things, and then they have the group environment with a coach to work on other things. Like how's, how do these two worlds affect Mark as a, as a person an athlete? Um, the, the group setting, I think pushes me harder um, just to try to get a best time. 
try not to take as many breaks as I was doing, um, try to keep up with people that I think I'm similar with. Um, and that aspect, it, I, I like the group classes too. It keeps you more engaged, more, I don't know. It's just something about being in a group working out where everybody's kind of miserable halfway through. Like, why am I doing this? And then at the end, everybody's smiling and happy and like, Hey, all those endorphins kick in and you're high five. Yeah. And everybody's happy. That's, that's, it's awesome. It's great. Um, it's more of a community that way. Um, and then yeah. the private coaching, I, uh, Bailey kills me. Oh my God. She destroys me. Uh, but it's good because I can work on, I can see where my faults are, my weaknesses and try to work on them. Uh, I get homework, um, in reference to trying to get better, especially at double unders, which I need to keep doing. Um, and butterfly pull-ups stuff that I'm trying to work on. And that's where you get the private coaching. Like what, what do you want to work on? What do you want to try to, uh, improve on? And when you sign up for that and they give you that stuff and they help you work through it and tell you the drills to get on, on your own, own time. Yeah. That's, that's where you improve. And then you can take that into the class setting and hopefully improve your time and your scores and get better at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I like both of them. Um, I'd like to keep doing the private one, but right now I got hit kind of hard financially with something at the house uh, unexpectedly. And so I got to take some time off of that, unfortunately. I, uh, Mark, I could totally join you in. I could spend just hours working on dubs alone. I, right. I still suck at them. Yeah, I get, I, I can, I can string together three or four, and that's it. And I'm like, that's yeah, still more it. than me. <laughs> still more than me. I keep it in the back of my head. I'm like, good lord. In any time, any time I've seen it on, any time I see it in the program, I'm like, that ah, dang it, I'm scaling this one. <laughs> yeah, even much. if I could do everything else, uh -huh. if, if if jump rope was on there, I'm like, oh, I could do right. everything else in this workout. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> It's amazing how something so simple can be extremely difficult to do. Yeah. I'm convinced, G, I, so, G, I'm convinced I just don't have the rhythm right. I'm convinced I just don't have the whip right on it. Yeah, there, it's like learning a new dance move. And uh, unfortunately, it'd be a pretty boring TikTok movie. <laughs> <laughs> because, I, and, and, you know, I relate to this, too. It took me at least two years to get doubles at least two years now, you know, granted like back then i was exercising by myself i was the only lunatic crossfitter in the globo gym doing crossfit but i only had a heavy rope and so you know like, like the heavy ropes that prize fighters will use to strengthen yeah. their arms that's what i learned to do double unders on fun fact that heavy rope is still at our gym you can find it hanging with our jump ropes if you want to see what it feels like to jump up with a heavy rope but it took me a long time to learn dubs and it's just about being consistent, putting in the time to practice, because it's neurological. Both of you guys, you're strong enough to do double unders with a jump rope. You have the flexibility that it takes to do double unders with a jump rope. It's literally just practicing until the dance move clicks. Right. Yeah, that's anyway. what Bailey was saying. <laughs> well, speaking of dance moves, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here's a segue. No, uh, Mark, I let me let me take you back in time a little bit here. Let's let's jump back a little bit. Uh, how did you first find out about CrossFit Edwardsville? Uh, I moved um, to uh, Madison County area and I was looking for a gym. Um, so I got on Google. I looked at J5. Uh, I looked at 557. Um, I think there was another gym in there too and CrossFit Edwardsville. And I looked at the community, the type of uh, reviews, all reviews that were out there. 
Um, you guys have been award-winning gym since 2015, I believe, mm -hmm. six years in a row, like the people's gym. So right. it was like, well, I'll, I'll call them and I'll start with them. And I, I've loved it ever since. And I can't believe I didn't, I don't, I don't know why it took me seven months to do it. I still don't. Well, we're glad you're here, man. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> so I also have a, I want to do a follow-up question as well, Mark. So one of the interesting things about you is you have done the Cross Level 1 certificate event. What was it that attracted you to get your Level 1, your Cross Level 1? Tell us that story. Um, all the movements um, at the other gym I was at. Um, I had a lot of mobility issues uh, in the beginning. And it was like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm not squatting right. I'm not. Um, overhead press was extremely difficult for me because I have T-spine mobility issues. Um, and it's like, wow, I, I, I have to figure out how to move correctly and then I can get more weight. So um, I was interested more in the movements and uh, I went to the owner at the other gym and uh, I said, you know, eventually I wouldn't mind co coaching, but in the beginning, I just want to learn everything there is about it. And then hopefully maybe I can do some RX stuff and, try to coach because I feel like you can't, I don't know, in my opinion, I, sh I shouldn't be able to teach someone else if I can't do that movement. How, how right. am I supposed to coach him? Sure. I, I would like to say, Mark, I personally find it surprising to learn, as I just did, that you had mobility limitations when you started your CrossFit journey because I have seen you move and I consider your mobility to be aspirational. Like you have really good movement and really quality flexibility throughout shoulders and hips now. And so like, I tip my hat to you because if you started out with difficulties in that category, man, you've come a long way. You've come oh, a long way. Yes, sir, I have. I, it was the overhead press was, I can't lock on my elbows. I mean, mm. I couldn't, it was uh, the T-spine where you're on a foam roller and you put your arms back and try to grab the barbell, not even close. I couldn't even get it past my, my ears. I mean, it was unreal. So I, I stretched a lot uh, every day, 20 minutes, and I worked on areas, try to improve. And I've, I thank you. I appreciate that because I still feel like I haven't improved as much. It doesn't feel like that some days. Uh, but no, it's from where it was, it's definitely a lot better. I think we all, I think we all realize in those first six, six to nine ish months, there's a lot of PRs. But then, yeah. But then anything else after that feels a little mildly incremental. Every now and again, you get this blast where you're like, holy crap. You know, uh, <laughs> one, of, one of our CrossFitters just recently got like handstand walk. And it's like, oh, my God, it works. You know, so <laughs> you just after trying and trying and trying, um, every now and again, you get that breakthrough. But you're definitely in that. Like, it's cool to see you put in the work for the incremental shifts. What So kind of along that, you just kind of recently got a fresh, I guess I'd say, restart with CrossFit, but, uh, what keeps you, what keeps you coming back to the game, man? Uh, just, I love the workouts. I love the way I feel when the workout's over with. Um, I feel like I've accomplished something for the day. I like to start my day with working out. Um, it just makes me feel better inside. I have more energy. I sleep better at night. Um, and the mental, I don't know for, for me and my job and what I see and deal with the mental health aspect to just get away sure. and get all the good energy into my body and get the negativity out yeah. is huge for me. It's, it's huge. Wait, so are you, are you still on midnights? Are you still working uh, nights? Yeah, sort of. So, yeah. so if you're working midnights, it's kind of like the last workout of your day. If you're late morning, you're, 
You're you're hitting it before you go to sleep? Um, no, no, no. I right now my I was six p.m. to six a.m. Okay. Um, then I got moved probably probably in March, towards the end of March or beginning of April. Uh, two p.m. to a.m. Got it. So and um since I am the boss, all the because at the <laughs> at four p.m. there's nobody above me there. They all go yeah. home. They all go yeah. home. So I'm the boss. Uh, if I want to leave early at midnight, if there's nothing going on, see, I'm out of there. <laughs> so then I can try to get eight hours of sleep, which is hard to do in this line of work. It's about, sure, sure. I was only getting four to five. Uh, Holy crap, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was brutal. That's was not brutal. the recovery time an athlete needs either. Oh no. I lost about 10 pounds yeah. of size and uh, it was strength and everything. It was horrible. Sure. So the wrong 10 pounds. Like this is not the 10 pounds that some people are trying to lose. This is the right. 10 pounds that you wanted to have because it was awesome mass on your chest and your arms, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. It was the wrong weight that I lost. <laughs> so with the CrossFit thing, any other any other benefits to you as a, an athlete, a man, law enforcement officer that what other benefits have you experienced besides what you've already talked about? Oh, mo mobility at work. Um, sitting in a car for 12 hours a day uh, with about 30 to 40 pounds is brutal for your back, your hips, yeah. uh, tight quads, hamstrings. It's, it's awful. I tell all the new, new recruits coming in, you got to stretch. I wish somebody would have told me 20 years ago, you got to stretch because, and I hope they take my advice, but doesn't mean they will. Um, yeah. I, I, the older guys that I work with now, they get out of the car. If they start chasing somebody, their knee pops, they're, they're out. They have back problems. I think I haven't met too many cops that haven't had back surgeries, hip surgeries, knee surgeries. I'm trying to stay away from that. Yeah. And, and since 2019 and I, the mobility issues and me working on them as much as I can. Um, yeah. I don't have those problems as the, like right. the other guys do that are my age. I don't have the problems that they do. And that's so what, more important to me. When you say that you're carrying extra 30, 40 pounds, what right. you mean is like the gear that you're wearing weighs that. And so you as a professional, you need to be able to perform while carrying a lot of extra weight on your frame. And if your body isn't built strong and durable and flexible to move well, then it puts more stress on poor movement and then your body breaks down faster. I'm, I'm just about to throw this out there, though, Mark. But you won't do Murph with a 20-pound weight vest. Nope. <laughs> no, I wear a vest every day at work. When I don't, I don't need to wear it. We're doing that. No. Nope. No, I get it. I'm messing with you, man. <laughs> I work out hard enough. I don't need to do yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, all right. So let's let's back it up a little bit here. We've talked about you kind of as a CrossFitter, but let's get into the man behind the legend, so to speak. So. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing, your childhood, where you're from, your family, special memories that you had that kind of shaped who you are today as a person. Um, basically pretty simple. I, I mean, uh, grew up in Belleville all my life. Um, I had a grandfather was a cop. Dad was a cop. Brother was a cop. Uncle in the FBI. So family business, unfortunately. Yeah. Don't know why I did it, but um I guess to serve the community and try to help the community. Um, that was the main goal. It's not until a few years into it. You're like, man, I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like you help a lot of people. You're writing everybody tickets, even if they can't afford it, you're taking them to jail when they can't afford it. Even if they mess up, I don't, it's, I don't know. It's a difficult, uh, 
road to cross after about three to five years, but um, I'm sure I've helped some people. Um, growing up, mm, just a basic childhood. It wasn't anything major. Um, I've heard all the stories that my grandfather and my dad would talk about while I'm growing up. I'm like, man, that sounds pretty cool. Or, my God, I can't believe they had to deal with that. Um, and then 20 years go by. I mean, from when they started, it's a completely different realm. Oh, sure. Um, sure. So, um, yeah, I don't really have anything too major that sticks out that, I mean, other than my dad saying, don't lie. That's once, once you, and that comes from the background, obviously. Once you lie, you're only as good as your word. Once yeah. You lie, your word is no good. How can I believe you? So yeah. I try my best. I mean, not sugarcoating somebody else like, oh, no, that was a great job you did or something like that. But in general, yeah, nope, just uh, be straight to the point and be honest, even if it's mean, be honest. Yeah. One of our one of our core values at CrossFit Brazil is integrity. And, and we subdefine that as always telling the truth and not sugarcoating it. If that when we're, when we're telling the truth as well. And I will say just, you know, for me personally, Mark, it gives me peace of mind to know that there are really fit men of character like yourself out there on the streets, keeping an eye on things. So from my vantage point, I just want to say thank you to you, yeah. people like you. The, the, the work that you do, I know it's often thankless and unglamorous. And there's that, that internal ambivalence you just talked about. But I do feel like when I see you know, gentlemen like yourself out on the town, it does make me feel more at peace that our, our community is in good hands. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Agree 100%. Um, yeah, I, I, most of the guys that I work with, um, they work out quite a bit. Um, I've tried to get them to do movements that we're doing in mobility, but they all do the same thing. They kind of forget leg day, and it's just upper body day. Every day is upper body day, and I used to do the same thing, and <laughs> I got to get away from that. There was a, there's an old story uh, by way of biographical information on me, Mark. I grew up a huge pro wrestling fan. And there was a story of this one of these pro wrestlers um, when he was early on in the game. This was in the 80s. And he's, do, and he's doing all leg stuff one day. And uh, a couple of the more well-known 80s wrestlers came up to him and said, what are you doing, brother? You know, why are you working out your legs? It's an upper body business. So that's sometimes how it feels for non-crossfitters. It's an upper body business, brother. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why anything with uh, leg movement, hip movements, I'm like, oh man, I got to scale the heck out of this one. <laughs> I can't, can't do that weight. <laughs> I will say that one of the things that's really helpful for me, and maybe the same for you, Mark, is that the CrossFit classes here at CFE, there's a built-in structure where we we warm up and then we stretch, and it's just something that we do procedurally each time. Yep. And I'm very like thankful that that is the structure because. I know that for me, perhaps for you as, as well, like if it wasn't actually like, if I wasn't directed through it, I probably wouldn't stretch. You know what I mean? No. So it's helpful for me to have that structure around me. It, it makes me do the things that I should do, even like I intentionally, intentionally, I know it. I know I should stretch more, but if the coaches aren't making me do it, I won't. You know what I mean? Right. Correct. Yes, sir. Uh, that's why I try to show up about 15 minutes early. And uh, try to stretch, even though before the warm up, I try to stretch and work on mobility that I need. Um, yeah. Where you guys get in there and tell me what to do. 
<laughs> well, let's, go ahead. Go ahead, Gene. Go ahead. So let's get back to talking now about uh, Mark, the man. Tell us about a family now or significant others, other family, friends. Like Shout out your people here. <laughs> um, right now I'm uh, in a two-year relationship with my girlfriend. Uh, she works in the police department as well. She's not a cop. Um, I would not date somebody else that does the same profession. I do. No, uh, I try to uh, leave work at work as much as possible because uh, it's stressful enough. But um uh, right now we're together. Um, we live together. She's got a, a 19 year old son who lives here. She's about to turn 20. Um, we don't have any kids together or anything like that. I'm too old for that now. Um, I don't have any kids. Um, uh, right. And I got dogs uh, around here somewhere. You're being real quiet. You, you were worried they're about so, them barking, but they're so well behaved, Mark. They're sleeping. They're sleeping. Thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, she, she loves, Sarah loves, uh, animals. If she could have, um, a farm of animals, she would and take care of them and raise them. Um, yeah. so we have, uh, three cats, two dogs. Um, yeah, that's basically about, yeah, it's not really exciting. I'm kind of boring. <laughs> no. Well then tell, tell us a little bit about, um, a little bit more about your career. I mean, are there special, again, I know there's, as a law enforcement officer and a first responder, um, are there things though that get you excited? You you kind of hinted at some of it you you struggled with at that three to five year mark, but uh, are there things that you love about your job and your career at the moment? Oh oh yeah, um, I'm, God, it's, I've worked the street for twelve years. I was in detectives for eight. I've done undercover work, uh, prostitution stings. I didn't really do any uh, undercover narcotics buys because guys will question another guy and see if they're a cop. But man, they sell to women like crazy. Doesn't matter. They will sell to a woman. That's um, oh, they're trying, know that. they're trying to get, you know what? So it's an easy, easy deal. Um, and um, so I've done uh, major case squad homicides. Um, I've done SWAT. Uh, I've been in two officer involved shootings myself. So that was good times. Uh, I'm still here, so thankfully. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah uh, it's been great, uh, challenging and difficult. The first year is awesome. Anybody who does this job in their first year, they love it. They get hooked right away. It's an adrenaline rush. They just don't know, and myself included, they don't know the weight that is actually on their shoulders by yeah. making a mistake, and you could go to prison and lose your career, uh, your livelihood, your family they don't realize that their first year on it's, it's probably about seven to eight. We're like, yeah, this is, this is really hard. But by then sure. you've already got um, by seven or eight years, you're probably investigations. You might move up and now you're in charge of stuff. Um, and now it's kind of like, well, I'm here. I'm almost to that 10 year mark. Now, once you get to 10, you're halfway to your pension. What do you do? Should I stay? Should I go? Um, <laughs> Most of the time they stay. If they leave, I applaud them. If because if it's not for you, they should get out. Um, not yeah. everybody can do this job. We have people at our place that um, they can't do the FTO training. We get rid of them. We don't keep them. We want the best. We don't want people making mistakes. We want people with high integrity. Yeah, right. We're trying for A plus officers, not D's and F's, and that's what we right. go. By. They can't handle it. They got to go. And yeah. it's right. I hate to do that, but that's the community that they serve. Yeah. There's, um, 
But something you said reminded me of a quote from the movie Die Hard. You know, you remember if you if you've seen the movie Die Hard, at one point, yeah. Bruce Willis's character John McClane befriends an officer on the street, and the officer tells a painful story about how he had made a mistake and the weight that it was on his shoulders to carry mm -hmm. that and live with that. And he's like, no. you know, officer trained, they can they can teach you how to handle a firearm, they can teach you how to handle a sting, they can teach you how to handle a difficult situation, but what they can't teach you how to do is how to live with a mistake. Yeah, that's that's correct. And thank God I never had to do that one because uh, that's hard. I don't uh, when I hear that stuff, that's horrible. And I don't yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, the job's difficult to do. That's for sure. And to do something like that. Uh, yeah, it's horrible. Sure. So go, uh, then I know there are probably like mantras or mottos or philosophies that guide you in life. Yep. Right. You know, principles that you follow to help you navigate the good and also the difficult and the challenging stuff that you encounter on the streets. But what are those for you, Mark? Maybe it's some things that guide you when you're out there, you know, as a, in a professional capacity, keeping an eye on things for the community. Maybe it's stuff that guides you in the gym when you're pushing yourself in that environment. What are those mantras or models or philosophies? Oh, um, just keep moving forward. Keep your head up. Um, try to be positive even when you have bad days um, in the in the gym. I have one that's uh, some days you're the bug and some days you're the windshield. Most days I'm the bug. <laughs> Most days I'm the bug. Uh, it's horrible, but I'm glad I did it. And then uh, now that I'm a lieutenant uh, trying to change uh, the culture and stuff and everything like that, the old ways of doing things with some of the newer guys, it's uh, two things cops hate, changing the way things are. Um, they, they don't like change, but they also don't like the way things are. And you try to change it and they complain about that. You keep go back to the old way. They complain about that. It's like, Oh, try to make a cop happy. is not easy. <laughs> I think, I think that just in and of itself is a great statement for life. Two things yeah. most people hate would be change <laughs> and the way things are. <laughs> that's, that's actually, and then changing the way things are. They don't want to do that either. That's mm -hmm. awesome. That's, that's my takeaway right here. This is my takeaway for this. I, I'm, I'm making the banner right now, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> you can queue up the next question while I make this as a Two banner. We got to capture that sound bite. And the way things are. I love yeah, it. That's, um, that's the truth. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, if this is a question we always like to ask, Mark, if you could make one statement to the world, what would it be? Like if you had to put it another way. If you had to choose one thing to say on a billboard that would be seen by thousands of or millions of people, what would that billboard say? Uh, life is too short. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just leave it alone. And swallow, it. I mean, people need, I wish people, more people would swallow their pride just because somebody disrespects them or something. Who cares? Sticks and stones will break your bones. Words won't hurt you. Um, but uh, some of these kids these days, on Instagram, Facebook, and then they go out and do something dumb because somebody disrespected them. Why? Yeah. And their life is run and then their families got to deal with that and see it all the time. And it's just, it's, it's too short. Life is too short. Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, sure. Love that. Absolutely. My what? wife and I did a, a marriage conference a while back, the, the love and love and respect one by Emerson Egricks. And his thing is that, all women need to feel love and all men need to feel respect. And I, I have found this kind of like the flip side to that coin, Mark, 
that if you carry yourself and project respect to people around you as you go, you find yourself in far fewer conflicts. Yeah, but by, by the same token, if you're not so easily offended and you don't get so easily disrespected that things like little things bother you, you also find yourself in far fewer conflicts and the world is a better place and there is more yes, peace and people yes, get along better. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. For sure. For sure. Well, what are you most looking forward to for the future? You know, as you're looking ahead in life, what's exciting you about the future? What are you hoping? Uh, we know we know it's the uh, legless rope climbs. But what else? <laughs> yeah, the armless rope climbs. The armless rope climbs. The armless rope climbs. The greatest feat ever in CrossFit history. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not really sure how I'm going to do that one now. <laughs> it's going to be interesting tomorrow. <laughs> um, I, I we just need to make sure that Coach Bailey sees this because <laughs> she just needs to look at him sometime on a on a just a one to one coaching session and go. Guess what we're working on today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's, yeah, that's when I walk out. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what else to do to that one. That was my you know, smart choice of words. <clears throat> um, no, that's all right. So, what do you tell us? What what what's in what's the future hold for Mark? What what are you looking forward to? Uh well, I was looking to um, start maybe looking at a different career path and everything like that. Um, that's one of the reasons why I got my L1 too, not just to learn the movements and everything, but um, I actually love CrossFit and things that are extremely beneficial for people's health and mental health. Yeah, so sure. I like helping people, obviously. That's the reason why I became a cop. Um, so why not transfer that into the gym and try to help other people that um, even if you got to scale it back, scale the workouts back and we'll move through it and try to improve. Um, we're getting a new police chief next month. Um, the chief that we've had has been there for 15 years. He's wow. just, yeah, yeah. Well, he's been a police chief for 15 years. He's been there for 29 years. So, wow. um, new police chiefs coming in at the end of the month. Um, I'm not really sure what that holds for everybody else here. I guess we'll see where I go. I'm hoping I don't go back to midnights and destroy yeah, right. I'm hoping I get a day shift spot um, on patrol. And uh, we'll see if I can continue doing this job for a little bit longer, maybe. I don't know how much more I have left, but yeah, uh, I well, can't. Regard regardless of how long you have left, and I know G said this earlier, but I'm going to say it too. I'm grateful for you standing on the line, man. I'm grateful for everything you do, everything you. you bring to the table. And um not often said enough that the role of protector is very respected. Thank so, you. Thank you for everything you do, man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate yeah. it. I do. And thank you too for, uh, for coming on the podcast today. Really appreciate you taking the time and us hearing a little bit more about your story. No, no problem. Anytime. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was, it was interesting. It's the first time I've ever had to do this. <laughs> well, you did. You did great. You did great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Gee, so what else, probably, what else you got for Mark here? So for me, just a thank you, Mark, for for you, just being you, for doing what you do to keep community safe. And you know, I look forward to like, having, hey, as a part of our next conversation, like, hey, this like other career, this next career, maybe getting involved in the coaching space in CrossFit. We look forward to having that conversation with you as well and kind of yeah. see where it takes us. But for now, we thank you and uh, thank you for sharing your story with us. And then uh, I guess that'd be, that'd be it for today. We'll do our little sign off here. If any of you guys would like to learn more about the CrossFit thing, you can visit us at CrossFitEvergil.com to see more about 
the gym and what we offer. And then when you're ready, you can have book us a, a no sweat conversation with us to see what your unique CrossFitter journey looks like. And we'll see where that conversation takes us. But to Dallas, thank you. Yeah. To Mark, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Dallas, go ahead and sign us out, my dude. Well, as we always like to say, everybody, have a championship day. <laughs>